Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you're new to the podcast series, I'd love for you to subscribe. And even more, please give me a positive rating on iTunes. I love people sharing the show and spreading the word that less is more. We're building a movement of motivated communicators that want to be brief. So thanks for joining in. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Making a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the founder and managing director of The Brief Lab, where we help leaders master the art and science of lean communication, how to get to the point. The objective of this podcast and others is simple and pretty straightforward. Identify key moments when brevity can make you and your ideas stand out. I want to share with you a perspective on what stops people from being heard and what really helps people get their point across. The value of that in today's economy is incredible and it can be learned. And we're excited here at the Brief Lab to be helping you do that. Really excited about today's show. It is something that as I lead executives and business leaders through workshops and session and we can we consult with them, we always are struggling with these really tough, hard to solve questions, which is what am I really trying to say? And in many cases, it's not that clear, even though people feel like, yeah, I know what it is, but I'm we're trying to put words to it and, and really express the point that they're trying to convey. And in today's show, I wanna, I wanna talk about something like just, let's call it like your message needs to be as simple as one, two, three. What do I mean by that? I mean, literally, in a word, or two words, or three words, what are you really trying to say? And, and even in this podcast, it's like your message, the simplicity of one, two, three. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, why? Why does that matter? Well, it matters because we've talked about this and you see this time and time again in your day, your day-to-day life, right? Email inundation and conversations and you're flooded with so much to think about. You don't know what's the most important thing. What are you really trying to, to tell me? And people bury it in words. And recently I had an experience that really was an aha moment for me. And again, I, I don't want to get hung up on word counts or Twitter or, you know, you got to say it in five words or 140 characters. And I, I don't think that really is, you know, the, the point. But I do think it helps when you put a constraint on, on, on word count because it does force people into a position where they really need to say in fewer words what many words are trying to communicate. And something happened to me recently. I was leading a course uh, in our office in North Carolina in, in Pinehurst and uh, at, the, at the brief lab down there with, with our uh, special operations um, community. And you know we, we, we lead these courses and we get small teams of, of people that come through and they spend a few days with us. And really, the, the, the point of the exercises, these practical experiential exercises, is for them to learn how to master less is more and how to tell a story, how to make a briefing brief, how to make conversations matter, how to prepare and deliver a message which might be confusing in a simple, easy to follow way, how to create structure. I mean, there's techniques that we can teach them where they can walk into a briefing and ditch the PowerPoint and stand there and deliver in significantly less time something which needs to be heard. Well, obviously, the value of that is enormous. 
especially considering how long it takes most of them to explain it when they don't do what we're talking to, talking about. So in one of our exercises, something really interesting happened. We have an exercise where we ask people to think about a defining moment in their life. You know, this is something that happened to them, and because it happened to them, they really are a different changed person because of that. So we, we, we tell them that, and we have them partner with someone else, and we go through this methodology of, okay, think about what the story is about, and take time to prepare it, and what's the right level of detail, and you know, what's the flow of the story, and and then we ask them to practice it with, with someone. So they pair up and you know one person set, starts to talk and then the other person asks them questions. So they do that and that lasts about you know, 15, 20 minutes and, and then they refine and tighten and shorten and, and then they stand in front of the group and then within a time limit of 90 seconds, we ask them to, to tell the story. And it's a great exercise. People learn a lot of the things we're talking about in a, in, a, in a very real practical way about how to make something shorter but more meaningful. So this guy tells the story about how he was riding his motorcycle. He was on his Harley Davidson and he was, you know, riding with a bunch of guys. And, you know, he, he was telling us the story about when you're riding. I didn't know this because I don't ride motor motorcycles. But when you're riding and you ride a lot, that sooner or later you're gonna wipe out. Now, when I was a kid, I understand that because you ride a bicycle, sooner or later you're gonna ditch the bike. I mean, you're gonna hit a curb or somebody's gonna cut you off. I mean, you're gonna fall on your bicycle. I, I didn't realize this, but you told me, sooner or later, you know, you're going down. So, as he tells the story, they're driving along and, and, uh, and then a car cuts them off and in his mind, sort of sl slow motion, he is, is realizing like, well, if if I if I cut this way, I'm going to take down the the, motor, the, the guy the, the the rider next to me. If I cut this other way, I'm going to cause a pile up. Or if I just ditch the bike, and I just go down, I'm going to avert this whole accident. Well, he does. I mean, he he averts the accident. He goes down. The bike skids out. He cracks his helmet and his head. He breaks a bunch of bones. I mean, he was a mess. And his key kind of takeaway of this whole story was, you know, I, I had to accept that at some point this was going to happen. And then in that moment, it was happening and I had to embrace it. I had to accept it, that it was going to happen and it happened. And I just, I, I did, if I, if I rejected, uh, didn't embrace it, uh, that I was going to make it worse, worse for the car, worse for my fellow the bike riders. I mean, it was going to be really bad but it was just bad for me because I accepted it. And there was a lot of key takeaways in that for him. So when we went around the room, I, I challenged him. I said, what is your story about? What's the headline of your story? Can you give it to me in one word? And he looked at me in the eyes and he said, inevitability. And I thought, yeah, that's a story about inevitability. It's gonna happen. And when it happens, what are you gonna do? And his whole story expressed that in, in a beautiful way, but it really was about one word. So then at that moment, I decided, you know, I'm gonna go around the whole room and I'm gonna challenge everybody in the room to like, your message on this story has gotta be as simple as one, two, or three. So in one word, two words, at the most, three words, what's it about? And they did it. Everybody just sort of signed up for like, my story is about persistence. My story is about human nature. My story is about challenging the status quo. 
Right? Maybe that's four words, but take out the, right? It's challenging status quo. Uh, my story's about whatever, but they defined it. They chose it. They stuck to a word. And that really, for me, was like the big aha in leading that with them, that could I have a message that in my next update, what's this update really about? It's about a delay. What is this meeting about that I'm calling? This meeting really is around organization, that we're disorganized. Um, I'm going to send an email. What's my email about? It's about a decision. Uh, I'm going to summarize. I'm going to summarize a conversation that I just had with an important client. What was the conversation about? It was about a powerful introduction. So you're making these decisions about framing what this is about in one, two, three words. And and I want you to to think about how to do this. So I'm going to give you some insights about about how to to think about the simplicity of a message that's like one, two, three. And it's it's not. It's not immediately evident to you, and that's okay. It takes going through this process I'm gonna share with you right now, so it'll help you to do this. So the next time you're gonna pick up the phone or walk into a meeting or give a presentation or summarize a conversation or or have any type of high-level communication that you can really define, like, okay, in a word, two or three at max, this is what I'm really talking about. This is what you do. The first thing you wanna do is you wanna say it out loud to someone. Give yourself the permission, just for a few minutes, to, to say what you're going to say, whether you say it the right way, whether you say it the wrong way, but just kind of get it all out, but say it out loud. Things tend to sound better in your head, but when you actually say it out loud, it really becomes very clarifying. And more importantly, it gives the person that you're talking to an opportunity to ask you questions. Ask them to ask you questions. So if I'm talking about a presentation that I'm going to be giving for a half hour, give them like the two minutes, the three minute summary. Just say it out loud. That's basically what I'm talking about. And then go through all the things that you're going to say and just have it be heard. Have yourself hear it. Have them react to it. That's the first thing. Just say it out loud. Okay. Then the second thing I would ask you to do is take out a piece of paper and then write a headline in fewer than eight words. Now again, words like uh, the, of, they don't count. Okay, so just eight words. Give yourself a headline of what you're talking about in eight words or less. Okay, when you do that, and you've come up with a headline you like, this is what it really is about in eight words or less, what I challenge you to do is come up with your second best option. <laughs> I learned this from a friend of mine. He's like, our brains are wired to come up with like, this is my answer. And he's like, well, if you couldn't use that answer, but you had to use an alternative answer, what would it be? He calls it my second best option. Come up with another headline in eight words or less and look at those two and say which one you like. Sometimes you might like the second one better than the first one. Give it, give it a shot. I'm not really sure exactly how it's going to play out, but it gives you an ability to, to start to answer the question, what is this about? Which is one of the problems that most people have when they communicate is they don't ever answer that question because they never ask themselves. They just start talking. So that you've got this eight to ten, eight, sorry, eight this eight word or less headline, a second best option. That's the second thing. So you say it out loud first, partner, kind of rough it out, rough draft, eight words or less. Then the last thing is ask yourself in those eight words, is there one word that absolutely needs to be there? Is it actually even in the headline? 
that's even more essential to what the whole thing is about. Okay, if there's not one word, is there two? Is there maximum three? Find out what those keywords are and they are they in the headline? If they're not, should they be? Are they essential? And I'm gonna go back to the motorcycle story. So when he tar- started talking about it, his headline was something like, I'm gonna tell you a defining moment that was a dramatic accident that learned, that taught me the importance of acceptance. I mean, it was a good headline. It caught my attention, it was brief, it was intriguing, and it really pointed to what it was about, all those characteristics that we talk about in a good headline. Again, it was brief, it created some intrigue, and it pointed to what it was about. So those are basically those three common characteristics. But at the end, when I asked him to to revisit it one last time, and I said, in a word, what is it about? He came up with a different word that was not in his headline, which is inevitability. Imagine how that sounds different if he were to say, I'm going to tell you a story about a dramatic accident and how it led me to embrace inevitability. If you hear that, the whole thing is leading up to that one word. And the story really is about inevitability, how he needed to accept it, prepare for it, see its value. I mean, it all really rallied around that single word. And if you can do this in your thought process and preparing, it can make an enormous difference to frame your point with fewer words, keeping things simple. It's hard to do this, but when you do it, you stand out and other people around you just sound confusing, which is exactly what you want, right? You want your emails, your presentations, your meetings, your summaries, your calls with clients and decision makers. You want to stand out. And that's the point. So your message needs to be as simple as one, two, one, two, three, boom, boom, boom. That's it. That's the point. So I'm really happy that we had this time together today. I hope that this was valuable to you. Again, I want to thank you again for joining me on this podcast. Just saying is a podcast series for you and for sharing. So share it. Talk to people about what you heard here. Let people know about this. I want this to be a resource to make you a better communicator. Please help me share this less is more movement that we're trying to lead people through. If you want more information about the Brief Lab and our programs, I encourage you to go to thebrieflab.com. You can subscribe to our podcasts. We have blog updates that are periodic. We have access to download tools. And one of the things that I'm excited about recently is we have this team test, this brevity team checker. It's a a survey that you fill out for your teams to gauge just how bad is it in your team. And we have a a downloadable discussion guide that you can lead small teams through to make an improvement. And you read the book and you improve in this area. So I highly recommend you do that. Please embrace lean communication. 